Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We're having a good time, like we do every week, talking about real estate, real estate for investors in northern Nevada. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I love the colors, the changes. The, the weather is so brisk in the morning, still nice in the afternoon. And then, of course, we're moving into Thanksgiving, Christmas. Wow, the year is about over. There's still time, though to take advantage of real estate opportunities. On our first part of our show, we have a gentleman coming to visit with us from Movement Mortgage. His name is Brian Urbani, and he is a native of Northern Nevada and also a mortgage lender that's gonna talk to us about getting a loan to buy a home. It doesn't matter whether it's investment or primary residence, I know he can help you. So stay tuned, we'll be back after this message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp there We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're broadcasting on the Lotus broadcast stations in our 12th year, helping people make great decisions when it comes to buying, selling, or even maintaining their uh, real estate. And we do that by bringing the best guests onto the show every week. And today is no exception with me this morning is Brian Urbani. And Brian is a loan officer at Movement Mortgage. Welcome to our show, Brian. Well, Peter, thanks for having me. I'm glad that you're here, Brian. You were telling me that you are a local and you've been in Nevada all your life? All my life, 27 <laughs> years. Yes, that's and, true. And in Reno, a native of Reno. Native of Reno. Graduated from McQueen High School back in 2008 and UNR in 2013. Excellent. And when you were in college, were you thinking, boy, when I graduated, this, I want to go work as a mortgage lender? That was the furthest thing from my mind. <laughs> I have to tell you, you know, I was always interested in getting into financial advising ever uh -huh. since I got into college. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just the cards didn't fall the correctly that way. My aunt in Florida, big time loan officer over there, mm -hmm. she was trying to get me into the industry for a couple of years. And for me, I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, mortgages aren't that sexy. It's not, doesn't have that appeal. It really draws me to it. So I gave it a shot and really just kind of found out that I really can help people in this industry. And, you know, it is, it is sexy. It is a good good industry to be in now. I think so. I was uh, in the business for quite a while myself, and what I found the thrill of in the mortgage business was when you you close that deal because, you know, it's it's the biggest decision many people make in their entire life when they're buying a piece of real estate and getting a mortgage to do that is not an easy thing to do anymore. There were a lot of exotic ways that people could get mortgages without even having to have income. And there were just so many variations of loans that really they had the wrong people getting into the loan business. But that's not the case anymore. From what, from what everything I, I keep up with, there's a, a really good vetting system before you help people get a mortgage. But when they accomplish that goal, it's like hitting a home run. It is. You're correct. There is nothing like that feeling of helping someone get into a new home, especially for the first time. You know, mm -hmm. this is new experience for them and just having them sign those final documents and getting those keys. I mean, there's never a bigger smile on someone's face than when you see that happen. So one of the challenges that a lot of people are having in Northern Nevada, it doesn't matter whether they're buying, selling in the real estate business or in the mortgage business, is the shortage of inventory. And it's not like a, a lot of homes are disappearing, but you would think with all of the activity going on in Northern Nevada, all of the new people that want to move in and the appreciation in prices that a lot of people would be selling their homes, maybe a lot of builders would be building homes. Essentially, whenever there's a demand in any other product or service, it seems like you get tons of people coming in to do it. it, it the housing industry is different because 
look, if the houses aren't there, they're not there. Right, yeah, and that's the biggest problem that people are having is just that inventory shortage like you're talking about. And then with that, you know, rental prices are going up, so then a lot of times people, it's really hard for them to save up for that large down payment mm -hmm. with the higher increase on the prices. So that's why, you know, we try and offer as many programs as we can to help first-time home buyers really be able to enter into the market and actually gain some equity instead of paying a landlord for the rest of their life. You know, the reality is even when things are tough, uh, like if when you have a housing shortage, if you really want to do something, if you really want to buy a home, I believe you will buy a home. Uh, many times I think people listen to uh, what's going on in the media and so much of what we hear in the media is negative and that might include the fact that oh home prices are going up like crazy and oh there's a shortage of homes and you know it's it probably maybe even prevents some people from being all that motivated they a lot of people sometimes they just give up because of what they hear but I believe that the reality is if you really want something in this case to get a home and get out of the rental world it can be done it definitely can be done um, you know we have specifically we have actually a zero percent down program that just came onto the market back in June and then what that allows is just a first-time home buyer who's kind of below the median income level to get out of the rental industry and get into a home with 0% down, really just kind of pay for closing costs, helps them get into a house that's, you know, the first, kind of that first-time house to help them, you know, start their family or grow their family before they can move into their final forever home. This is Peter Padilla. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. With me in the studio, Brian Urbani, and Brian is a loan officer at Movement Mortgage here in northern Nevada. Brian is a native of northern Nevada. I don't mean a lot of natives of northern Nevada, but a lot of us that have lived here five years, 10 years, 15 years or more kind of feel like natives too. <laughs> hey, we, we welcome you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so outdoor activities in northern Nevada, that's a big part of the reason people come here. It's just such a beautiful place to enjoy various kinds of outdoor activities. Anything in, in the particulars in the outdoors that you like to do? Um, any, any chance I can, I can get away to go to a lake somewhere. You know, being in Reno, you're 30 minutes away from kind of anything that you want to do if you want to go up to the mountains you want to go to the lake um, wakeboarding has always been a big part of my life mm. ever since I was I was 12 when my uncle bought a boat you know we hit the lake every every weekend when I was little didn't have to work we were out there for two weeks at a time and uh, you know every chance I get like I said I just head up to Lake Almanor up to Eagle Lake Stampede Boca any one of those I love the lakes here in northern Nevada and you're right there's so many of them that are so close to almost any place in the Truckee Meadows especially uh, a lot of them are in California but let's face it California's on the other side of the wall it's so close and it is a beautiful place for people to come to visit um, I think when people finally come to Reno for the first time they realize that it is not Las Vegas and so many people still across the country when they hear Reno they equate it with Las Vegas because it's in the same state but boy we're like a whole state away from Las Vegas right I can't tell you how many times people are surprised to hear that Vegas is actually like an eight-hour drive away from here yeah they think it's they think it's right next door uh, the excitement too in northern Nevada uh, actually stems from things that are happening in southern Nevada and that is up of course, I'm talking about the Raiders. Even though you're not uh, a former football player, nor am I, I enjoy watching football, and, and it's kind of neat to think that we have our local team, closest NFL team, the Oakland Raiders, are still going to be our closest local team in the state. But really, I think it's going to be closer to the 49ers now. I think so. You know, <laughs> I'm, a, the Raiders. I'm a 49ers fan, yeah. So, but my brother, big-time Raiders fan. Yeah. So here, having him, you know, watch them go to, from Oakland to his home state was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of neat. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, there's a lot of political controversy and economic controversy, but, you know, that's always going to be there no matter what happens, no matter what state. If it's in America, there's going to be some con controversy and some dissenting votes. But it is what it is. And uh, I'm all for making the best of having the Oakland Raiders make their residence in Nevada. I think it's a very cool thing for us. And it just gives us a little bit different cachet uh, nationwide when uh, we get some exposure about some of the things that are happening here. And we're getting a lot of good things happening in northern Nevada because of the great exposure we've had with Tesla. In many ways, Tesla is the uh, the NFL franchise of businesses for us, you know, because they get so much international recognition. Um, people have asked about the market, the housing market. Is it going to go down again like it did in 2006, 2007, 2008? Are we ever going to have those experiences again? It's possible, I believe. But none of the indicators are there that caused the last one. And so in that, a lot of people are having more confidence. You know, I think that it's still a little fresh in people's mind because it wasn't so far away. And I think that's really what causes the fear. 
Um, but I mean, for me, I wouldn't be in the market if I had that fear because I really believe that we have we do have a strong market still, and I think it's it's going to continue that upward trend that we have right now. But of course, you know, none of us have a crystal ball. None of us know exactly what's going to happen in the future. But you're very correct. None of those trends that were happening back in 2005, 2006 are happening today. I think the it, buyers and sellers too are looking at all of those factors, always knowing that there are unknowns in the world that can really change things dramatically. But as far as the things that we can actually monitor and control, I too see a lot more stability in the market. I know that the prices have backed off just a little bit as we've headed into winter, which is a traditional thing to see. But that may well be a great buying opportunity for the people that can still um, can still stay motivated as we get close to the holiday season and turning the corner into a new year. We're going to talk about, in fact, the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and compare some of those prices, median home prices today, against what was happening in the peak and when we hit the bottom. With me in the studio, Brian Urbani. And Brian is a loan officer at Movement Mortgage, and you're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We'll be back with more after this message from our sponsors. Business owners, if you're a one or two man shop, you're out in the field most of the time and your cell phone is your office phone, then you have a communications gap and a competitive disadvantage. I'm Joe Berardi, president of DSX Voice. We provide businesses in Northern Nevada enterprise class telephone service with a small business price tag and our service is designed especially for you. DSX Voice eliminates your communications gap by augmenting your cell phone with office type capabilities like auto attendant, intelligent routing, music on hold, call forwarding, voicemail in your email, and much, much more. So you come across as more professional and you won't miss an opportunity because you're busy. DSX Voice is business telephone service reinvented for the internet age. Powerful, affordable, with unlimited potential. Find out what's possible for your business. Call us today at 624-9424. That's 624-9424. There is risk in owning investment real estate and a lot of misinformation out there about it. Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, has been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Sherry knows there's a thousand ways you can invest in real estate, but if you don't have the right strategy or the best entity, LLC, Series LLC, C-Corp, or S-Corp, in place, it's a lot harder to become a successful real estate investor. Call Sage International Incorporated, 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva, today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. The first thing I met was a fly with the balls and the sky with no clouds. The heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full of sound. I've been through the desert on a Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host, and I'm having a good time here talking with industry experts about my favorite subject, real estate in northern Nevada. With me in the studio this morning is Brian Urbani, and Brian is a loan officer at Movement Mortgage here in Reno, Nevada. Movement Mortgage, has that company been around for a while, Brian? Since 2008. 2008. Boy, things were not real hot in the mortgage world then. In fact, things were pretty well trailing down and on the way down to lower levels. It probably takes a lot of guts to open up a mortgage company in 2008. Right. I think that says a lot about movement mortgage coming in at the at when you know the mortgage market was kind of the roughest time to get into, and uh, you know they just had a different philosophy for this industry, and they came in and it really took off. It really thrived, and now we're in 47 states nationwide. I knew that at that time, some of the mortgage companies that were really part of the problem, uh, they actually closed down. A lot of big companies closed down and got out of the mortgage company, uh, mortgage business. And uh, they, they basically had to because they were doing things with, as I said earlier in the show, substantially large amount of exotic loans. I know that today it's not like that. I mean, when a mortgage application is taken, uh, people pretty well know for sure whether you can or cannot pay that money back. 
Correct. You know, there's a lot of things that we have to do to document this loan to make sure that you are an actual capable uh, borrower in order to, you know, make the largest transaction of your life. Yeah. Now that's that's comforting to the investors that invest in financial companies and mortgage companies. And it should also be comfortable to the people that are buying homes across the country because they know that's what the car, the real pro, uh, problem with the housing uh, boom was. It wasn't really a housing boom. It was a mortgage meltdown. The mortgages just weren't done in the right way to assure everybody that if people said they were going to pay the money back that they would. Now that's not the case. And so whether you're buying for cash or buying with a mortgage, I think it's a lot more comforting to know that the home values are relatively stable based upon the mortgage market. And so at this time, I want to talk a little bit about the latest stats that we got from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. A good friend of mine there, John Graham is the president, and he was talking recently on his website about the prices that were taking place in northern Nevada. And, you know, they were continually going up, up, up all summer long. I remember, I think the top price I saw was a few months back at about $385,000. And this last report shows that the price had gone down just a touch to $362,000. Now that's an 11% increase from the year before in 2016. But yes, from July, it went down 7%. I don't think that 7% is something we can expect to see month by month. I think it's pretty much a seasonal adjustment. I I agree. I do think it is a seasonal adjustment. You know, as we go into the the colder winter months, there usually is a little bit of a lull in the market, you know. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to go out looking for homes when it's 30 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. So that that can cause a little dip because, you know, people that do have their house on the market, they do want want to get rid of it, you know, because they're trying to get into a new house themselves. Exactly. So there's a lot less activity in the wintertime, but I'm one of those contrarians. Brian, I think that if you're really looking for a great deal and you don't want to have to have so much competition for homes, maybe this is the time to be looking when everybody else is thinking it's too cold outside or I got the holidays coming up. I completely agree. You know, as a home buyer, you really do want to get the best deal possible and you want to hit it when there isn't as much competition out there with you. Mm -hmm. So going out, yeah, right now would be a great time to look as you see that little bit of a decrease from last month. Now, uh, let's talk about from the seller's perspective. I know that you're not a real estate agent. However, uh, we all kind of think about these things in, in somewhat of the same way. So I would think that if I was a seller at this time of the year, uh, I probably need to sell this home pretty good. And so maybe I might price it a little bit more aggressively, especially in consideration of the median home price being down a little bit lower, 7% than it was in July. So it's possible that if a buyer was in line and ready to go uh, from a price perspective, I think you'd have a really good position to, to be not only getting a better price, but maybe even negotiating a little bit better deal because let's face it, the year's about over. Right, correct. And, and that just goes back to the, the less competition out there right now. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I'm just the numbers guy and, uh, you know, the realtor would be the specialist. On oh, they're the, yeah, they're the <laughs> pros that would, would, would negotiate this deal. Negotiate but, it down. But listen, I've bought and sold enough homes in my career uh, and I've talked to so many people on my radio shows. Um, trust me, I know this is the time when everybody's going to the left. If you can find a way to get something on the right, you might get a great, great deal. Essentially, sometimes you just can't follow the herd. Sometimes you can't afford to follow the herd. I bet there were people that could qualify for a mortgage for a home that they were interested in, let's say, uh, in January of this year. But by the time they got to the summertime, because the median home price had gone up so high, uh, they were kind of out of the market. Now, with prices going down because of the seasonal adjustment, there probably are people that are now getting close or maybe already are able to qualify for a mortgage on the home that they were or a similar home that they were looking at because the prices have dropped. I mean, when you look at the 7% decrease from July to August and to current, I mean, you're talking about maybe 20, 25, up to $30,000 difference, uh, depending on where you start out from the price range. So it's a good time, I believe, to get out and about looking for a home. But the key, I know this part, you have to get pre-approved. That is correct. You know, you always need that pre-approval in your pocket. That way you're not going, looking, finding your dream home, and then coming to the rough conclusion that you unfortunately cannot get pre-approved for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How often does somebody need to do that from your perspective? If they were pre-approved, let's say, in the spring of this year and then got priced out of the market because the median home price started to rise, is that something they need to come back and, and get another pre-approval from? They do because, you know, credit reports, they expire after a little while. We always need updated documentation to keep a pre-approval going. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for me, we usually keep ours active for right around three months. Mm -hmm. So after that three months, we like them to come back in. And even after, say they're at the end of that three months and they find a house, we're still going to need updated documentation to make sure that everything is still in line in order to qualify them for that loan. A lot of people, I know they, they track and they, they know about their credit and they hear the information about how credit works. And a lot of people are afraid to run their credit too often because they think it's going to drop their score. If somebody's serious about buying a home, they were pre-approved in the spring and pre-approved, but now it's been six months later. And they're serious about buying a home. I mean, I can't see any other way. They're going to have to have that credit run, aren't they? They will have to have their credit run one more time. Um, but when you're doing that in the long perspective, I mean, the actual credit hit is not, not that big on their credit score that it would really affect them in the market on getting pre-approved or anything Yeah, like I that. would think that if somebody's pre-approved uh, in the spring and if there haven't been any major changes in their credit, I mean, their credit could maybe even actually improve because there's been more time that they haven't had any changes in their credit. Exactly. You know, we ask all the right questions. And for us, our pre-approval is actually a, a fully underwritten pre-approval. Mm -hmm. So before they're going and looking at houses, our underwriters have actually already gone through, reviewed all their documentation, and confirmed that they will get this loan once they find their house. I've been talking with Brian Urbani on our radio show today, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Brian is a mortgage lender at Movement Mortgage. Brian, you're not a senior citizen. You haven't been around for many, many years. I heard you say earlier you graduated from the University of Nevada. You're still in your 20s, so you're a millennial. I technically am a millennial. That is true. Yeah, and so the millennial market is getting a lot of attention nowadays because it is the new youth move the, the where the consumers uh, are really the strongest is in the younger generations. And with technology happening, I mean, that is fantastic that you are out and about working in the financial world as a mortgage lender at Movement Mortgage. Are you interacting with more millennials or the general population? I mean, is there a, do you see a movement, let's say, of millennials buying homes? I do, I do, because millennials are really the, the whole market of the first time home buyers right now that I have been dealing with personally coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's true, you know, technology is a big, big part of the mortgage pro uh, program now. Mm -hmm. So, for us, we have our own online applications, but my, myself personally, I love meeting everybody I'm dealing with so they understand in their biggest biggest transaction of their life of who they're dealing with and who's actually giving them this $200,000, $300,000 loan. What I like about talking with local people about in the real estate world, including the mortgage lenders, is that there's a big difference when you're trying to get a mortgage and working with a lender locally that you can see, you can meet them face to face as opposed to going on the internet and talking from, to somebody from an, another part of the country or even another part of the world. I mean, there's so much marketing out there on the social media and on the web stuff. I encourage people to talk to somebody locally that they know, somebody they can meet, and somebody that they can have the confidence in to help them accomplish that great goal. Brian Urbana, you're a great person to know. I'm hoping that we have a chance to talk again on the radio sometime, and I hope you enjoyed being with us today. Peter, thank you for having me. It was a great experience. Hey, in case anybody needs to reach you, I need to get all of your contact information so we can post it on our website and give our listeners a chance to catch up with you at Movement Mortgage. What's the best way? Just reaching out to me, Brian Urbani. I'm a loan officer with Movement Mortgage. My NMLS number is 1531406. Brian at movement.com or just heading to my website at movement.com slash L-O Brian Urbani. My office address is 1311 North McCarran Boulevard, Suite 102. Sparks, Nevada, 89431. Movement Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Very good, and we're going to put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS ID number 39179. Movement Mortgage is also licensed by Nevada license number 3402 and 3401. Business owners, take your phone system to a whole new level with no stress, no headaches, and no big investment. I'm Joe Berardi, president of DSX Voice. With our cloud-based service, you have no expensive equipment to buy, and you get unlimited extensions, unlimited calling, and more than 50 enterprise class features. Unlike the other guys, we're a turnkey solution. We take care of absolutely everything so you don't have to. We provide free on-site installation and user training and free local service and support. For a limited time, you can get started with DSX Voice for just $99 with up to six desk phones and your first month's service. DSX Voice is business telephone service reinvented for the internet age. 
find out what's possible for your business. Call us today for a free, no-obligation, on-site demo and get started for just $99. Call 624-9424. That's 624-9424. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're on the air on 1180 AM radio here in Northern Nevada. It's a Lotus broadcast station. We're proud to be in our 12th year of Nevada Real Estate Radio, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. I bet we've helped thousands and thousands of people make the right decision that saved them those same thousands and thousands of dollars. And how did we do that? By having great guests on our show to help with the questions that we have. And many times, We don't even know what questions to ask when we're buying or selling real estate. So today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's very close to my heart because this is something that my parents went through 30, probably 40 years ago when they bought from a private seller. And there was a private seller's note involved in this transaction. It didn't go exactly as well as they had planned or exactly as they had planned. Fortunately, they got through it. But it was really, I think, because no one really knew much about seller financing in those days that was available that they could put to good use. Today, we have an expert in the studio. Saprina Allen is with us, and she is with Main Street Asset Solutions. Welcome to the show, Saprina. I am so happy and excited to be here to share my knowledge in the industry and what we are seeing currently on documents coming into our office, struggles, hurdles that we are facing with people who are actually doing seller financing. Yes, it's really interesting when people are doing seller financing because it seems, Saprina, that you have all the same players involved. You may well have real estate agents involved. You have the inspectors, the appraisers, the title, the escrow. But when you have seller financing, the seller is in a whole different position than they would be in a typical transaction. The seller sometimes is in, they're the bank if they're going to carry the paper. They are the bank actually offering a service or product to the buyer. They may have a private investor, their parents may be carrying the paper, but sometimes the seller is also now what we look at as the bank. Now, why would they want to do that? They may want to purchase another home. They may be, um, th- they may have not have enough money to pay off their loan currently. So they may actually generate a loan to their buyer, to their end buyer, and then possibly I'm going to actually spend something off to you and be able to actually either sell a partial or sell some payments on that note to be able to make their mortgage whole, to give them a clean slate, to be able to actually buy another property. Wow, that sounds pretty creative. When it comes to seller financing, I think most people would not know many of the intricacies you need to know when you're in that position. So if they're operating as the bank, because the CFPB and Dodd-Frank sometimes get involved, if something goes wrong, make sure that their deal is buttoned up pretty tight at the beginning. So they need to make sure that they prequal their end buyer. They need to make sure that the the buyer has appropriate income to afford that payment. They need to make sure that they've they've completed some form of a loan application. 
they've verified their um, their place of employment, just making sure that the buyer can afford what they're selling to them. Interesting. It, so this is something that the seller needs to do now in a typical transaction where there's a bank loan involved. The bank would be doing these things. All the underwriting, yes. All the underwriting. That's why you can get a loan nowadays is because you're thoroughly vetted. When you're talking about a in private individual like myself, John Doe, uh, looking to just get some cash flow off of his property, how am I going to know what to look for and what to ask for if you're not listening to this program right now? Tell us about the services that you can offer. What we do is that our sales director, he has a package on documentation that we would need in order to properly service the loan. It's not giving complete instruction on what to do, but what it's giving is a little bit of a checklist of the things that needs to happen in this transaction. There needs to be, um, depending on the state, a note, a mortgage, or a deed of trust. There needs to be some form of loan application. There needs to, we need to make sure that the property legal description is correct. If there is monies being in exchange, there needs to be possibly an appraisal or a BPO. Those are the things that somebody that may just say, well, I just want to sell my home and I want to do a, a land contract or a lease option with a purchase. Those are some of the things that maybe they just don't know. Now, does your company show homes to potential buyers? No, we do not. All right. So do you list homes for people that are potential sellers? Um, no, we do not. So that's interesting. So you're not the, doing the real estate part as far as marketing the home, but it sounds to me like what you do is you assist buyers in structuring their own notes in a professional way, just the way the same or similar, let's say, to what the banks do. We do some hand-holding with some investors because this is a this is a community it's a network and if you're not successful I'm not successful if I can't board your loan and service it the way I need to service it um, then we can't be successful if your loan ever goes into default mm -hmm. so we just want to make sure that all the paperwork is buttoned up before we actually get it so we show up at um, events um, where I met Sherry and we, we talk about those compliance pieces, those things that we need to have in place in order to be able to move forward. Let me tell you, there's going to be some great advice coming up right now because here's the question. Why? Why would anybody need to use your services? Well, let's say I'm selling to my, my cousin or my neighbor who's been my neighbor for 10 years or a friend down at work and I just want to structure a deal and I trust him and he trusts me and we have a little contract. I think you can get them online or at a legal something on, online and, and away we go. Why would I need your services? Why do I need this extra level? So when the relationship is great, it's great. Yeah. But what happens if your brother falls and breaks his leg and he can't work and he can't make that payment to you anymore? What happens? Now emotions get involved, relationships break. And if you have a third party servicer or a specialty servicer such as us actually doing that for you on a regular basis, we send a monthly statement, we collect the payment, we send you your money, and it's a hands-off transaction once you actually sign the deal. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes bad, I make you aware that the loan is delinquent, but then we can actually proceed forward with either recovering the property, foreclosing, getting a deed in lieu, um, maybe restructuring the terms of the loan in a forbearance agreement. And those are the things that I don't think that the average person originating a seller finance loan is equipped to do. Oh, I would say most people that would even consider doing their own sale on their own property with a note attached probably don't know what they're doing and they do need this kind of guidance. I think the most important thing and one of the reasons I wanted to speak to you today, Saprina, is because it is such a big deal. I come from a very, very big family and there, you can bet there's been a lot of transactions from a family member to a family member, but I have seen things go bad, awry, if you will, because many times things are not documented properly. Many times things are done on a handshake and many times things are done just on a verbal and trust me, when it comes to that time to actually see who's right or wrong, it's about what's on paper that makes the difference. Uh, I recently saw a great documentary on the founding of the Golden Arches. It was called Founders. And what happened there is that there was a tragic loss in that transaction, probably worth billions of dollars to the sellers today if it had only been in writing instead of verbal. You can bet when they made that deal, everybody was happy with it. But when it went wrong, that's when the problem started. I would agree. I would, I would agree with that. So if people need to be aware of the importance of having the right kind of documentation, the right kind of, of a trail, if you will, before you do a seller financing loan, but they don't know where to get started, what is the best way to reach you? 
um, they can give me a call at my office. Uh, my number is 888-966-1256. My extension is 1333. They could also reach out to me via email and it is at Saprina at msasinc.com. Very good, Saprina. I'll put all of your contact information on our website too, Nevada Real Estate Radio. That way we'll make it easy for people to find you. Also, I have more questions for you. I'm curious to know what your company does about homeownership retention. I saw that that was one of the items that was offered on your website. And because we've gone through a period just recently where a lot of people had challenges with homeowner retention, I think it's something we need to be aware of currently as well because you never know when the sails in the wind will change. So hang on. We'll be back with that and more after this. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property, at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International. Business owners need a new phone system but dreading the hassle and the headaches? I'm Joe Berardi, president of DSX Voice. We make upgrading to a state-of-the-art phone service easy and affordable. With our cloud-based service, you have no expensive equipment to buy, and unlike the other guys, we're a turnkey solution. We take care of absolutely everything so you don't have to. We provide free on-site installation and user training, unlimited extensions, unlimited calling, and more than 50 enterprise-class features with free local service and support. For a limited time, you can get started with DSX Voice for just $99 with up to six desk phones and your first month's service. DSX Voice is business telephone service reinvented for the Internet age. Find out what's possible for your business. Call us today for a free, no-obligation, on-site demo and get started for just $99. Call 624-9424. That's 624-9424. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in. I'm enjoying my conversation today in the studio with Saprina Allen. And Saprina is in a very interesting business. She is in the loan servicing business. She is in the home retention business. And she also helps people 
structure their notes if they're going to do private financing from the seller. Plus a lot more, Sabrina, I know that because you have been in real estate or in the real estate business for many, many years. Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, I've actually been in banking, collections, restructuring debt since 95. I've worked for National City Bank, I've worked for First Merit Bank, worked for Novastar Mortgage, worked for um, a medical collections company out of Ohio, and worked for a couple of very large hedge funds. Also, I've operated as a consultant for many, many people in the industry on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. you, you see a lot of spreadsheets, I'm sure, and financial numbers, and, and you have to be half mathematician and half scientician, I'm sure, to do the work that you do. But it's all related to real estate. What fascinates you about the, that part of it? What fascinates me now is that we don't have to manually do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. We actually have been able to build macros, tap into databases to actually give us a very quick analysis on a very large um, portfolio within a matter of sometimes an hour, which sometimes it used to take us days to do that, those analytics. Yeah, until the computer age came through, we were all doing manual spreadsheets. I'm on, I mean, how many erasers did I go through in those early 80s? Uh, because everything had to be written in pencil, erased, written, rewritten. And once we got the computers on our side, we were really able to, to operate with a lot more speed. But you still have to know what to ask for. And in your world, it's a world of profit. I mean, look, we're in a capitalistic society, and if we do something in business, it has to pay off, because why would we work to lose money uh, or just to stand still? Investing in real estate, owning real estate, selling real estate, it's all part of the same deal. It's about being financially successful in your transactions. And the transactions can come in many, many ways. We've talked during the break about buying paper and selling paper and reselling paper. And investors do a lot of that. But at the early levels, when we're talking about investing in real estate and getting some long-term benefit, to me, Sabrina, one of the best things you could do is own a home free and clear, and then rather than sell it, why not sell a note on that property so that you'll have monthly income and you'll have the security of the very home that you're, sol you're selling so you know what the asset base is. I mean, that sounds like pretty smart thinking. Mm -hmm. and, a, and a lot of people do that. And knowing, knowing your value and making sure that you don't over leverage the property is very, very smart. And getting your ducks in order, your paperwork like we talked about in the first segment. Yes. What I want to ask you too about is homeownership retention. So we just came through a cycle not many years ago um, where we bottomed out and the prices have, of course since doubled, but I mean that's, that's just in five years. So it's amazing what can happen in five years. And if it can happen going up in five years as it did recently, it can happen going down in five years like it did just prior to that. So at any moment, something could happen in the world that is going to trigger issues that may put a challenge on homeownership retention. Essentially, we might not be able to pay for the homes. So what do you do to help people, or what have you done to help people in this regard? So one thing I wanted to say to you, that there is a heartbeat in every home, and life happens to people. It could happen to you, it could happen to me, and we have to be mindful of that when we start negotiating when a loan goes bad. It's not always about putting the homeowner out, it's about gathering some information, facts, facing the facts, dealing with them, putting the period there and moving on. And when you put that period there, sometimes it's just a matter of a restructure, a forbearance agreement, um, extending the terms of the loan, making the payment a little bit um, more affordable but extending the term of the loan, and you either need to do that through a modification or a forbearance agreement. And most people aren't skilled enough or savvy enough to be able to do that. And then you said, well, what if the property's underwater? So sometimes even if a property is underwater, that emotional equity in a home is so much more valuable than actual a dollar amount. So like my kids are going to the local grade school, which is just a block away, and my friend Doris lives next door, and you know I'm part of the country club, so I, it's convenient. And why would I want to, even if I'm upside down, if it was just some way I could stay here, right? Because I'm right. emotionally attached. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That, that emotional equity is so valuable and people don't even understand that and they don't, they don't connect that to a financial gain or a profit because all they're looking at is they haven't made their mortgage payment in 12 months and I want them out. Well, then you get them out, 
you don't know what the damage is done in the property after you've you've spent you know anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars to foreclose now you got to do repairs so you're still digging a hole so if you are actually able to do a forbearance agreement or a repayment structure that's a better business decision that's a wiser choice in what's going on in the property so if you're a potential home seller and you are in this situation that we're talking about right now where the 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 uh, the mortgage e cannot make the payment, you might want to consider restructuring the loan so that the mortgagee can make the mortgage payment. It's better than going through all the hassles, like you say, of eviction and repairs. Who knows what you're going to need there? If you are the seller, this may be a great option for you if your home buyer is not able to make those payments on a monthly basis, rather than going through all of the hassles of uh, eviction and the processes and the negotiation. You know, why not just look at this and say, hey, I could maybe extend the loan a little bit, reduce your payments down to where you can afford them. Now, if you're the buyer of the home and you're paying the seller on this private note and you are unable to come up with the payment, rather than telling the, the seller of the home, hey, I can't make the payment, you might want to be, take some of this advice we're giving you and say, hey, could you maybe extend my loan a little bit? lower my payments down $100 and then I can continue to make the payment. That's what we're talking about, right, Sabrina? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, again, most people don't know that this can be done. That's why your company exists. You help people put these deals together. Absolutely. And and one of the things that we found is that p homeowners got scared. When the, when the market crashed, they stopped answering their phone. People were sending, you know, the banks were sending um, property preservation companies out to check to see how the condition of the home, taking pictures of their home, and they panicked, they got scared, and they just basically packed up and left. Mm -hmm. They never even called the bank to see what can we do to work work things out. So then we ended up with properties vacant all over the all over the U.S., um, in areas where there were, it was cold weather, um, in Michigan, property, um, property values just tanked because all these properties were left vacant because homeowners didn't know what to do the the bank workers weren't weren't skilled enough to communicate with the homeowners properly and it just created a mess well and, and no one really in from our generation had probably been through that kind of a mess uh, at least not recently enough where they had any idea what to do it was devastating the mortgage meltdown is what i call it because it wasn't real estate it was the mortgage process where people were getting loans that weren't, weren't really qualified to get loans and when the, the bottom hit uh, the top hit rather, and we were headed toward the bottom, it was too late. Many people got stuck in that investment. So great advice that you're giving us and opens up the door to a lot of other conversation. I'd love to have you come back on the show because you have other areas of expertise that I know you can help us with and, uh, and have a great contribution to our investors' knowledge and base for how to get started. I love the conversation we had about note servicing. I'd like to have you come back and maybe talk more about that. I would love that. If somebody wants to reach you, though, in the meantime and get in touch with your work at your company, what is the best way, Sabrina? They can give me a call. My number is toll-free, 888-966-1256. My email address is sabrina at msasinc.com. Sabrina, nice to have you here on our show, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you very much, and you have a great day. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have any questions or comments about our radio show, send us an email, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com, and we'll enjoy our conversation with you again next week. Coming up next is one of my favorite radio shows to listen to, the Sherry Hill Radio Show. And Sherry is coming into the studio right now to let us know a little bit about what the program is going to involve. Sherry, what's going on today? Yes, I had a wonderful conversation with Ron Culberson, who is famous for helping business owners understand how to bring humor and lightness into their operations. Are you kidding me? Lightness and humor in today's business operations, Sherry? Things are really stressful for a lot of people, and there's so many rules and regulations, and my gosh, you can't turn on the media anymore without finding that some former employee of somebody's former boss is taking them to court. I mean, it's complicated. Uh, is it really possible to have fun at work anymore? Yes, it is. And people who are passionate about what they do, fun is just part of their culture. However, you do end up working with people that don't understand that, and so it is part of working within the culture to make sure that you know, everyone is on the same page, but that everything isn't about drama and the hard stuff that, you know, sometimes a sense of humor or looking at things just a little differently is helpful. 
A friend of mine once said to me that she told a new employee of hers, she said, she told him, you're not the employee I hired. Oh, that was me. Oh, that was you, yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. I mean, how can you tell if somebody's going to fit into that fun culture during the interview process? Well, you can't. And that's, that's the thing is that, you know, once you have established your culture, you know the right kind of people to hire because you know the right kind of questions to ask. And so it should never be a surprise. So really it's, you know, learn from an expert. He travels all over the world and works with top organizations so that you do understand that you can have fun. It's all what we're talking about on the Sherry Hill Radio Show next after Nevada Real Estate Radio. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Business owners, if you're moving, now is the perfect time to take your phone system to a whole new level. I'm Joe Berardi, president of DSX Voice. We take the stress, headache, and high cost out of changing phone systems. With our cloud-based service, you have no expensive equipment to buy, and unlike the other guys, we're a turnkey solution. We take care of absolutely everything so you don't have to. DSX Voice includes unlimited extensions, unlimited calling, and more than 50 enterprise-class features, free on-site installation and user training with local service and support. For a limited time, you can get started for just $99 with up to six desk phones and your first month's service. DSX Voice is business telephone service reinvented for the Internet age. Find out what's possible for your business. Call us today for a free, no-obligation, on-site demo and get started for just $99. Call 624-9424. That's 624-9424. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property, at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. 